the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon, family. It's an afternoon, a Sunday afternoon like no other. Happy Resurrection Day, family. Happy Resurrection Day to you all. I pray that you all are blessed in this day. I hope that you all are just meditating upon his goodness, meditating upon who we are, celebrating who we are in Christ Jesus. My mother sends you her love. She is praying for you all. We hope that you all are praying for us as well, family. And again, there's so much to be excited for. We have a, a, a beautiful message here, and the Holy Spirit has given utterance. And I hope that we all can just come sit down at the table and dine within his goodness, family. Family, again, I was, I was, I was reading, and, and, I, and as I was uh, being made ready for this message, there was something that kept sticking out to me. It was something that kept sticking out to me. And I'm going to go ahead and just open with the scripture. And I pray that God give us wisdom, enlightenment, understanding to to see what it is that he is unveiling unto us this day. If you will with me, family, please turn to Matthew chapter 28. If you cannot just please follow along. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went out quickly from the, from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. God bless us in the reading of your word. 
God bless us in this meditative thought of your word. God bless us in this message, O Lord Jesus. God bless us in this setting, Father God. God bless us that we may be able to carry out this great commission that you have risen unto the world. We pray for, again, great wisdom. We pray for knowledge and understanding at this time and hour. Remove all distractions. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. There's a standout in this text, oh family, oh family, and, and it was it was just something that God had moved in me to move towards you with. And the standout in this message and the title of this resurrection message is the rolling stone. Again, I say the rolling stone, the rolling away of the stone here, family, gives us a, a great picture of something mighty that happened. I have to give you an illustration of this tomb so that we can uh, get the get the rolling away of this stone set in our mind. See, these tombstones are specially carved out. Just like the ones that we know in our modern day graves, they are especially carved out. And, but these tombs are carved out for the purpose of sealing. These 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 tombstones are were never intended to be moved once sealed. These stones weigh in at a whopping ton. That means it's about two to three thousand pounds. And it took several men to roll it in place. The stone was positioned on a decline oftentimes. And when that stone would be pushed down into place, Again, family, it was never intended to be moved, so it would take a, a, a massive fortitude to move it out of place on an incline. This would, this would further enforce the seal. Now we got to look at the timing. The timing, I'm reading from the NKJV version, but there are several versions that says early in the morning. Have this happened early in the morning was this stone rolled away early in the morning did this angel give utterance unto Mary and Mary. So in timing, it, it, we, we got to see that there, there's a timing with this thing. God is always doing things in an orderly and, and in a timely like fashion. On Friday, from about the hours of hour 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Jesus had hung. By that evening, he was tombed, and now that evening begins the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was from Friday evening to Saturday's evening sundown. And there's nothing, quietness throughout the land. Some are laughing, joyous, and going on about their, their, their business, and the others are heavy, and heavenly laden. Then the night watches come. And by the conclusion of the fourth night watch, the sun rises on a Sunday. And as the sun rises, the angel is there to tell Mary and Mary that the sun has risen. Amen. So here we got the stage set, family. And so Mary and Mary come to this tomb site. They take another step into a season of grieving to mourn who he to, to mourn he who has served the sentence 
to mourn he who has paid the penalty. To mourn he who of the verdict has been read guilty. So as they come to the burial sobbing and weeping, the Bible says, behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. So now we got to talk about the significance of this indiscreet angelic descendants family. When something comes from the celestial to the terrestrial in such a powerful way, I want you to know, family, this is an override. This is an override. Why isn't it? Why is it a override? Because the spirit always needs something flesh to make something happen in the earth. The spirit realm always needs something wrapped in earth to make something happen in the earth, which is why he was the word made flesh. Which is why when the enemy does his due, he has to enter in to somebody. The spiritual realm is always fighting for a host, always fighting for a mind, always fighting for a heart, always fighting for the, the uh, uh, a person. Because through us, the spiritual realm can act out of us on earth. He said, let my will be done on earth, in the earth, as it is in heaven. So what did he do? He sent his word wrapped in flesh that his will might get accomplished. So again, family, the, the, the significance here is that when God sends something from the celestial to the terrestrial and still leaves it as a spirit. This is an override. There's also a change in time zone. It is no longer the chronos, but now it's the karyos. Kronos is what we know as our 24-hour clock, our 12-month calendar, and seven-day weeks. But the karyos is a moment in time. This is the time that God comes to deliberate and to deliver unto us something. Many of you will have confessed, and so many of us need a Karyos with God, a moment with God, a visitation from God. But be careful what you ask for, family, because when God shows himself in the Karyos, the Bible says that when he shows himself in the Karyos, this is a moment in time, which is a, the Bible says, uh, can only best describe as a twinkling of the eye. Stay with me, family. This is, which is setting the stage here, family. There's, there's not a coincidence to anything that is in this text that is happening. The stage is being set. And as I was reading this text, the most interesting feat in this, in, in this moment in time is that both the soldiers, we're talking about the, 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 the Roman, so these, these mighty men of valor, these mighty men of honor, these men that were set. For guardianship. These the that both the soldiers and Mary and Mary had the same encounter. And yet the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. I was like, wow, like like so much fears they became like dead men. The soldiers may have experienced 
what clinical psychologists call acute stress disorder, ASD, which led them to pass out but not away. Because the Bible says they were like dead men. Men who are unable to stand in such a presence. Men who are unknowing of such a power. Men who have never experienced such prestige were like dead men in the presence of holiness. But unto the women he spoke, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Something interesting here, family, is that these women experienced the same fear, the same encounter, the same stress. But the effects that happen during ASD, they are oftentimes reversed in healthy people. See, stress doesn't affect others like they do some people. Some people are able to stand and handle a situation with a whole nother different level of tolerance than others. Maybe because these women were used to walking in the presence, sitting in the presence, experiencing the power, beholding the prestige. And along the way, they became conditioned to handle such glory, unlike these soldiers. So here are the ones who came seeking Jesus, able to withstand such glory. And the Bible said with such fear and joy, they went out. And lo and behold, these women were the first to profess the gospel aloud that the Lord has risen. Amen. Whose mouth will confess that the Lord has risen unless their eye has witness. That he's no longer in a place. Of the dead. Who will be able to give a testimony to say that I've seen the Lord in a mighty way. And to tell you that he is who he say he is the risen king. The Bible says I've sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Psalms 34. The Bible says those who know your name trust in you for you Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you, Psalms 9. The Bible says, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek, Psalms 27. Where are the seekers? Where are the seekers? But they came seeking, and they were there to weep. They were there seeking to mourn. They were there seeking to lament. They were not expecting an answer from a God who was no longer with them. And yet still, the angel sitting upon the stone says, I know you have come seeking Jesus. I know you've come seeking a dead king. How many have been in a situation where you 
shoulder broken and it seems as if he was not there. I want to talk to people who 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 are having a dying faith. A faith that is dying, a faith that is perishing. That they they had just enough faith. They Mary Mary and Mary had just enough faith to come see is it true? Is he gone? Not the disciples. Not the not the ones who received the loaves and the fish, not the ones who received the miracle and the healing power, not those who he came in their house and dwelt with them and stayed with them and whose towns he passed by. But two women with a dying faith, with the last of what they had in Christ came seeking. Jesus, is this true? And I want to talk to those who are on their last limb on the side of the road in their life. With that dying faith, are you still having, do you still have enough to come seek him? Your dying faith has come to seek for him in a dead place. Yeah, I know the just shall live by faith, but what about a dying faith? But God will still send a word to a dying Faith, like Brother Job said, even though he slay me, yet will I. Hallelujah. As time fails us, family, and we go into a closing, I want to leave with you all three intrigues that I found in the text. And again, the first intrigue was that the angel sat. On the stone. The angel sat upon that which was meant to seal. The angel sat upon that which was manufactured, carved, and intended to seal. He sat upon a seal. A seal in the Bible re- represents they who keep God's commandments. A seal represents and, get, and is given unto those to who are approved by God. So the angel sat down upon the stone. He sat down upon the seal, telling them that the Lord has risen from the dead. And I, the God of heaven and earth, approve of this message. I'm sitting my messenger upon my message to let you know that I approve of what is being spoken. As he has sent out his holy messenger with a holy message. I disrupted time with an earthquake. Boom. I disrupted the atmosphere with this holy creature, lightning of countenance, to let you know that I approve of this message, that the stone is rolled away. He is risen. The second intrigue was that the rolling away of this stone was rejected because in Matthew 28 followed up with verse 11 and 15. It says here. Now, while they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests all the things that happened when they had assembled with the elders and consulted together. They gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, the ones who passed out. Saying, tell them, 
his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ear, we will appease him and make and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. So at once. The builders of the stone rejected the stone. Affirmed seven times in the Bible, once in Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16, once in Psalms 118, verse 22, in first Peter chapter two, six and verse seven in Acts chapter four, verse 11, Ephesians chapter two, verses 19 through 22. And in first Peter chapter two, verses five and six, seven times. It is declared that he is the cornerstone that the builders rejected. The very thing, the very ones that built him rejected him. Yet God chose him, foundationed him, settled him. And we are known and know him as the rock of our salvation. The third intrigue, the rolling away of the stone did not release Jesus. By the time the stone rolled away, the, temp, the, the, the tomb was already empty, family. Verse 7 says, go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Jesus had already left the tomb obsolete of the stone's displacement. This took me back to Genesis chapter 29 and the beautiful illustration where Jacob met his wife, Rebecca. And it was customary to water the flock when they all gathered together when 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 the before before high noon, they would the shepherds would bring the flock to a to a to that of a tomb, that which a well that had a, a stone set upon it to water the flock. And Jacob seeing Rebecca the shepherdess coming with her father's flock had heard of her coming and seen of her coming. And he hastened to roll away the stone that the flock gathered together would drink. And from that point, he took Rebecca, he kissed her, went and stayed with her father to ask for her hand in marriage and serve for her hand in marriage because it was customary for a man to serve for a woman's hand in marriage. And by this, he knew that Rebecca was his wife. And Jesus has done the same thing unto us. The angel said, go and tell them, go gather the sheep. For the great shepherd has rolled away the stone. The great shepherd has rolled away the stone. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for my righteousness. In the, revel- in the revelatory prophecy of John chapter 7, verse 16, they will never again be hungry or thirsty. They will never be scorched by the heat of the sun for the lamb on the throne will be their shepherd and he will lead them to the springs of life, giving water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. They came to weep, family. 
They came to mourn. They came to lament. But God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. He's saying unto you, me, us, and we come to Galilee. Come to Galilee. And although, although the tomb was empty of deity, it was full with testimony. Family, if you have not, pray these words after me that you will receive him as your Lord and Savior. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Until next time, one voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.